0: Hello, and welcome to the Theology Gaming Podcast at the end of the year. My name is Zachary Oliver, the owner and provider of the Theology Gaming Blog, and with me today is Ted (laughs) Loren. Hello there, Wild Man Ted here, and we're looking back at
1: the year 2015 today.
0: Yeah, all the things that didn't come out in 2015 that we played. Wait a minute, you said that backwards. Wait, yeah, did I? We didn't play things in 2015. We so, bought a lot of stuff. Yeah, some we played and some we did not. The only game I think I played that technically came out this year and wasn't a port of something else was Metal Gear Solid Five. And there's already a podcast or two about that. We're going to so talk enough about, about that, right? Yeah, we're going to talk about weird things.
1: Yeah, we've got some weird things. Well, you probably have more weird than I do, Zachary, yeah. He's Mr. Indie Guy. But uh, we well, are going to try to go down our list of purchases from the past year and look at games that we played and didn't play. And we picked three that we purchased that we did play Mm -hmm. and three that we purchased that we never touched.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So this is our contrast to the other list, which was actually stuff that came out this year.
1: (laughs) Yes, a a real reliable and accurate list of games that came out in 2015 that actually made that list that's on the theology gaming website right
0: yeah the, th- these are their games that are in a weird nebulous category where they may or may not have come out this year or they didn't and we just happen to play them this year
1: right? <laughs> all i went by is did i buy it in 2015 <laughs> if the answer was yes it gets on the list <laughs> it's on my list <laughs> But uh, the list that we're referring to uh, if you do a, a search on theology gaming for best theology video games of 2015, you can see that list for yourself. Because we're not even going to mention it.
0: <laughs> no, we're not. That list is irrelevant to us.
1: <laughs> That's right. Not to this podcast cuz we're craptastic here. Yeah. Well, and we it's... like to do subpar work.
0: Yep. We do the work nobody else will because we don't know any better. <laughs> I don't know if that came out right
1: or not. Uh, Is this your first podcast that's coming back from your cruise? Yes, this is the first
0: podcast since I went on a 17-day vacation.
1: Your luxury cruise where you probably had every kind of food imaginable.
0: Yeah, I had so much sushi, I think fish was coming out of me. (laughs) 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 But, anyway, we should probably talk about this list. Oh, yes, yes. All right, so do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Well, I know we're talking about
1: stuff that we've played, but do we want to start off at the very beginning as you adjust your microphone? I don't know uh, what's going
0: on with my microphone.
1: That's what that sound, by the way, you're hearing. the clonk, clonk. His Rockman microphone has finally reached its technological limits.
0: Oh, this microphone's just not very good at this. All right.
1: I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Hands free. Hands, Hands free. <laughs> it's good. I good. I wanted to talk about a game that I have been playing recently that's not on my list. Because it's a different game that I usually play. You ready for this? I'm ready. All right. I bought this rather cheap on a tablet, a Windows 10 tablet, but the game is called Hitman Go. Have you ever heard of
0: that game? Yeah, I have. It's like Hitman with stick figures instead of brutal murder. Yeah,
1: it's like you're looking at a board, a game board. And you, every time you move, something else on the board moves. So it's very much a strategic game, and I enjoyed it a lot. I was really surprised. You get to uh, certain points in the game where there's people that throw knives at you if, you if they're turned toward you at just the right way, so you have to position yourself to be behind them at just the right time to take them out. And I recently reached a level where I can put on the jacket of a thug or of a knife thrower and then they ignore me because i look like one of them i have never played a hitman game in my life any of the third person shooter games okay but this was a a real really different game it was a great idea honestly i didn't even know that was the game i was buying i thought i was buying this hitman game where you're a sniper and you can play it on your phone, your mobile device. Yeah, and you, there, is, uh,
0: there is one like that, too.
1: Yeah, by touching your screen, you know, it's you take shots and stuff like that. Yeah. I had played that on my phone. That's what I thought I was getting you for the tablet. You got the better game, though. The Hitman Go? Yeah. Yeah, it really is a surprisingly good game. And it's probably very inexpensive. So if you do see that come up on a list, I recommend picking it up.
0: Yeah, it's actually pretty similar to the Hitman games I've played anyway. Because most of those oh, yeah. games are basically either... Uh, well, stealth is usually the easiest way to do it, is basically uh-huh. you go around, you stealth around, you kill people, and then you steal their clothing. That's That was one of the big, like, selling points of Hitman back ah. and then. And it well, that fits a little bit. Now. Yeah, so you kind of steal their clothes, and you walk around, and then you're basically just there to kill your target. Um, but you can go guns blazing if you want, which I'm guessing doesn't work in Hitman Go... <laughs>
1: doesn't work at all, and if you die or if you kill somebody, you just sort of knock their piece over, and it gets moved to the edge of the board. So it's not very violent, that's yeah. for sure.
0: so it's like it, a less violent version. <laughs> yeah, but it really does
1: have sort of a feel of of life or death going on to do it. But really, it's a puzzle game. I mean, you're just trying to get from one point to another in either as few moves as possible or getting specific items or... What's the third thing? Oh, or doing it either by assassinating everybody, or sometimes the challenge is to do it without assassinating anybody. So,
0: Hmm. two thumbs up from Ted. Yeah, well, it sounds like a neat mobile translation of a pretty complex game.
1: Yeah, quick pick up and play, though. I mean, I can pick it up and play and and go with it.
0: Yeah, that's cool, though. Hitman Go! I believe there is a Tomb Raider Go now also. Same game, just different.
1: Uh, uh, I think it's textures. completely.
0: I think the aesthetic is similar with the kind of wooden figurine thing going on. Mm-hmm. But obviously, Tomb Raider is not really a stealth game, so I imagine <laughs> there's different mechanics going on there. Well, that's cool. All right, so I guess I will talk about a tablet game. Also, have you played Monument Valley? I have not. Uh, I believe there's a story to it, which is this princess visits this strange place where they worship a sacred geometry. But anyway, the story thing is kind of weird and pretentious. But the aesthetic is kind of this flat-planed puzzle game where you kind of rotate pieces and move them around. And there's only like ten puzzles. Oh, inside. I see. Yeah. Yeah, but it, like the puzzles don't follow normal rules of 3D physics. It's kind of like looking at an M.C. Escher painting. I was thinking that's what it looked like when I was looking at these images. Yeah, with the staircases and stuff. So when you move a piece from one area to another, they don't follow the normal rules of 3D space. So your brain kind of has to reconfigure where you're going to connect this platform to that platform. Or going into this door makes you go out another door that's in a completely different spot. So it makes it very interesting to move the things around and get your character to where they need to go. <laughs> so lots of stairwells, lots of doors, and, uh, and that sort people of thing. That I guess attack you or something. I never found out what they did, but oh,
1: they do look like crows. <laughs> and the girl looks like she's wearing a dunce cap.
0: Yeah, and basically the princess, you just tap a place and she moves there. So that's easy. Mm-hmm. And then there's like windmill kind of things that you rotate around and there's, um, everything kind of has a musical tone to it. So there's this kind of like, um, ambient musical aesthetic to it. And as you solve the puzzles, there's musical tones that also go. This
1: reminds me of another game that was like on the PSP or the Vita. What was it called? It reminded me a little bit of Journey. It did. At least oh, what look what I know what I'm thinking of but is Echo think Chrome. Echochrome. Echochrome, I don't know what <laughs> system it was for. It looks like uh, PSP, it looks like. Yes, yeah, PSP game was called Echochrome. It was very much Escher-like, and you would rotate things to change the angle and stuff, except it was very simple graphically. It was all black and white.
0: Yes, this I, one's more detailed by comparison, I would assume. It's partier. Oh, I see how Echo Chrome looks. Doesn't that have a similar theme, don't you think? Yeah, a little bit. Actually, really similar.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, let's take that game and make it color and make it a girl instead of a guy.
0: Yeah. All right. There's kind of a story to it, but it's like one of those really vague stories where they say things. Mm-hmm. And by implication, you're supposed to figure it out, but I don't know what happened.
1: <laughs> Nor do I <laughs> that's really. What, care. That's why you say there might be a story to it.
0: Yeah, there might be because people are like, "You shouldn't be here. We worship the sacred geometry." And I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> can I solve puzzle now?"
1: I can see why they're worshiping the sacred geometry with the way some of these screenshots look.
0: So it's it's a good puzzle game, but it's like really <laughs> short. It's like ten levels. That's it. There's literally ten levels. You can beat it in an hour. Is it a 10-level thing with, like, five puzzles per level, so there's really 50, or is it really literally 10 puzzles? There's 10, like, really big puzzles. Okay. I think it's relatively cheap. I got it for, like, 99 so, cents, so I, I don't mind.
1: When so it's you energy. recommend it at that price range, not not 10 bucks?
0: I don't think it goes any higher than a like $1.99. <laughs> okay. Right now, it out. is 99 cents on the Google Play Store. Okay. So I. I and it has D L C and I didn't buy it, but I assume that's good too, so
1: Again, it could be a good thing to just pull out your phone and play for a little bit.
0: Yeah, I was on the plane flight home. Like I went from Tampa to like Manchester, New Hampshire, and I was able to complete it in like half of that. So Yeah. <laughs> it's a pretty short game, but it was it was nice to just like go all the way through and it had interesting concepts and it
1: helped you get your chops back for theology gaming. Once you got back home.
0: Yeah. I think it was the first game on tablet or mobile exclusive that I've actually reviewed. So, well, excellent. Does that mean it's time for our
1: 2015
0: list? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right. Who goes first? Uh, well, I just spoke, so you probably
1: should go. (laughs) Oh, okay. Hey, that's good. That's good podcasting.
0: Yeah, that's good. Look, we're structured here. We know exactly what we're doing. I'm going to start with a game
1: that I purchased and that I did actually play. And as a matter of fact, I probably obsessed over this particular game. And that would be Sniper Elite, and I put in parentheses... Everything. (laughs) I played Sniper Elite 3 at first. No, no, I played Sniper Elite 2. And then I played Sniper Elite 3. Then I went back and played Sniper Elite 2 again on the Wii U. And then, yes. And then I bought Zombie Army Trilogy, which is basically Sniper Elite with zombies. And I haven't beat that, but I'm at the end of the third episode there. So
0: wow.
1: I don't know why, but I definitely have bought that game several times, but I honestly feel like I got my money's worth out of every every version that I bought.
0: And what is with the fascination with sniping people? <laughs>
1: well, for me, it was a new mechanic. I okay. know probably for other people, it's not so new, playing a lot of other games that do it, but I had never really quite played a game where I'm at a distance, I'm just crawling around, just trying to find that shot, just the right place, and then you're just waiting. Fortunately with games you don't have to wait too long like like a real sniper probably does. <laughs> yeah. But and then the whole sniper elite phenomenon of it goes into ultra slow motion where you see the bullet spinning through the air. If you have one of those times where you actually kill two people with one shot, it's very satisfying and very gratifying. So I can't say enough about that game. It almost makes me want to go back and start over and, and play them all. So there's not many games that do that for me, but boy. And the whole thing happened because Xbox Live gave away Sniper Elite 2 for free. I was like, well, I'll download it for free since I'm a gold member. And then next thing I know, the fever hit. So <laughs> if if Microsoft was was strategically doing that, it worked. It paid off. That's for sure.
0: Huh. Well, you know there are some sniping games on PC, but like they're mostly awful. Uh huh. So you actually picked like the one good series that's just focused on sniping. In well, it did in it areas. for me.
1: And I have seen several other games that look like they're first person, and they have sniper in the name. I can't remember. They're not called Sniper Elite, yeah, but
0: they're mostly bad.
1: Oh, are, are they? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I watched a little bit of a YouTube playthrough, and it didn't quite do me because the first person part didn't i, I really yeah. enjoy being in third person until it's time to take your shot then it's first person
0: huh. have you so. played any of the um tom clancy ghost recon games no you know that they contain a lot of sniping and long distance firefight sort of stuff
1: it also doesn't it require a lot of coordination
0: uh, the... with like
1: other players and stuff or, or you're not your uh, what are they? NPCs or whatever the you call them. The 360
0: version is more streamlined than the PC versions, mm-hmm. so you don't have to coordinate an entire squad most of the time. It's basically just slowly moving through cover because you die in like two or three hits. Oh,
1: one of those too yeah, which and then
0: long-range combat sort of things. Mm-hmm. So that
1: might be up. To that, that. that could be another
0: one, huh? Yeah. <laughs> that, well, did you say what's it called? Rainbow? Uh, no, it's um, no. Recon. Ghost Recon. Yeah. I'm not sure which ones, though. I think Advanced Warfighter is the one I'm thinking about, but there were ones like prior way back.
1: Mm -hmm. I think
0: that Advanced Warfighter, I remember
1: being interested in that one, because I think you could shoot somebody through a wall if it was a thin enough wall. I think you can. (laughs) Maybe. I don't know.
0: Yeah. It was like almost a launch title for 360, or it came out a couple months after. Oh, wow. I can't remember, but I got it for like $3.
1: Mm It's got to be something. Some other versions since then that that are better programmed, yeah, I would yeah. guess. I
0: think they released
1: a trilogy too, so you can get all
0: three in one one big bundle.
1: Oh, uh, that's the deal. Yeah. Well, I might try that, but I have promised you I would get stuff, and I haven't gotten stuff, so yeah. I don't want to make yeah. empty promises. <laughs> 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 all right. So that was my first one. I bought it and I played it.
0: All right. Let's. You're see. up. Uh, I bought a. Uh, what do you want to call it? Yeah, they call them shmups, but I like to call them shooting games or shooters. But if I say shooters, people think 3D shooters. Yeah, I feel silly when I say shmup. Yeah, shmup sounds like a uh, sounds like some kind of bodily function. I don't <laughs> even know what what is a shmup. I,
1: I don't know, but it's a they put shoot m up all together.
0: Yeah, in in Japan they call it an STG, which is the shooting game. But anyway, whatever you call it. It was a side-scrolling horizontal shooter called uh, Darius Burst Chronicles Savior, which is a long-winded name, but it's uh, a sequel to one of the Darius series. The Darius series. Japanese, Japanese yeah. series. They were like uh, side-scrolling uh, shooters that came out around the 80s, I think. Their notable feature was that most of them had a 32 by 9 aspect ratio, which basically meant they were on two screens. Uh-huh. So it's like a huge playing field we're talking about. How does and, that translate to at home? Uh, they letterbox the heck out of it, or you have two PC monitors. <laughs> oh, boy, that'd be cool just to see that. Yeah, it's huge. The bosses also fill up like three-fourths of that screen, so it's gigantic. So there's like a real sense of scale to this game, and I believe it has four-player co-op. <laughs> I think the, wow, yeah. really? The crazy thing about this game is that it um, I believe it has over 3,000 stages or something crazy like that. There's a bunch of different modes. One of them's kind of like an RPG where you build points by getting high scores. And then there's like a straight arcade mode. And then there's also another one called like... Uh, the, there's like a conquest mode where you and other people are playing on the same arcade cabinet and you fulfill all these various challenges over time. So everybody who's online is like chipping away at all these weird challenges <laughs> yeah there's a Boy, there's, there, a, there's of... a lot
1: of versions of this game
0: yeah and there's a ton of content it's kind of insane like in every single boss is some kind of fish creature i just saw
1: a screenshot that i was just sort of looking at images on the internet and it's like really wide i mean i guess they put the two screens together yeah So they could
0: show that, and of course their
1: screen says "Game Over," so I guess (laughs) (laughs) they
0: died. Well, they do have a single screen mode too, which is the Mm -hmm. um, Chronicles Saviors mode, which is you know kind of a compromise. But I kind of played that a lot more because the arcade mode is hard. (laughs) It's a pretty difficult game. It's yeah. They they've
1: released various Darius's for various systems.
0: Yeah, The, the
1: Sega Saturn, the Super
0: Nintendo. Yeah. I think this lot. one this one was originally a PSP game and then they made it into an arcade game and it's been getting continual updates for like 4 or 5 years and then finally it's gotten a home port on Steam and PS4 and Vita I I believe.
1: And you picked it up on Steam?
0: Yeah, I got it on Steam for um I'll say below retail <laughs> because the Steam sales I believe this game actually retails for $50, which a lot of people don't like, because it's people who don't think that shooting games are that valuable, which is kind of weird, but... Value is relative. Yeah. Well, I got it for about 30 so I'm happy.
1: <laughs> well, that's cool. Well, that's so anyway,
0: it's a crazy game where you shoot giant fish, and the music soundtrack's crazy, and it's kind of like fish-whale noises sometimes, and... <sighs> An I was recently watching watching a review. there's a a website
1: or a YouTube channel called Gamesack, and they did a review with one of the games was was a Darius game, and he specifically commented on that soundtrack and he just let it play for a little bit and it is a very eerie almost
0: almost put you on the edge kind of a soundtrack
1: <laughs> yeah. that game i sometimes mean it's weird sounding.
0: it's very unorthodox and sometimes it's like the boss battle music is like super epic with like male choir and that sort of thing which is it's a very unusual atmosphere i guess there's like a musical team called Zuntada that is behind the music for every darius game so they've basically been making the music for every single one since 1980 whatever and even for this one which this I think this one kind of has a combination of all the Darius games in it also. So you're,
1: not every game you're going to bring up on your list is a shooter, right? A uh, shoot them up? No. Okay, good, good, good. <laughs> I was starting to fall asleep, so I... I, uh...
0: <laughs> <laughs> I play a lot of shooters, but I'm just going to mention this one. Because this is the one that kind of like is a little striking to me. Like I've been playing a lot of Raiden, but this is the one I, I want to talk about. It, I doesn't paid- t- it doesn't touch it, huh? It's just that this one it. is kind of crazy. Ryden is just like a traditional space shooter, right? You just everything's aimed at you, and you just kind of tap dodge a lot <laughs> back and forth across the stage, and the game's horribly unfair. But Darius Burst is like this; it's kind of an otherworldly experience of a shooting game. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so I would say pick it up, but I'm not. I think most people would say just get it on a sale or something. Right. Unless you're a fan, a true fan, yeah. Well, I have thirty anything. bucks for a shoot 'em up. Are you kidding me? Well, Fifty is the actual retail price.
1: Fifty bucks.
0: Yeah, on I think on PS4 it's a download only and it's sixty dollars. How long does it take to get through the game? Uh, An hour. No, because less than that. The, the arcade mode has multiple routes, several stages, all different bosses. Then the Chronicles Saviors mode has like thousands and thousands of stages and stage variations. So it's a little intimidating.
1: <laughs> well awesome. Do I do I go next? Yes, you go. Okay. Alright. The next game is one that I bought in 2015, but I did not play. Again, it wasn't made in 2015, but it was called I don't even know if I can pronounce it right. DSX Human Revolution. Deus Ex? Yeah. Deus Ex, I think this Human is one Revolution. Of Josh's favorite Revolution. Revolution. games. Revolution. Or the original is oh, one yeah?
0: of his favorite games.
1: It looks interesting. You know, I've seen cutscenes and trailers and all that stuff. I was like, oh yeah, that's on
0: sale. I'll download it. So wait, and have then, you played it or not played?
1: No, this is the one I have not played. Oh. It just it just sits there on my list like hey I'm kind of lonely you want to play me I'm like no I'm playing <laughs> an, another game
0: you make you make it sad <laughs> Is there sniping in it Uh there could be who Day knows X is a first person action RPG where you kind of make decisions and build your character the way you want you can play right. violently or non violently Boss fights can be resolved via dialogue if your stats are high enough. That sort of thing. You can indiscriminately kill people, but obviously it's not always a good idea. It's a complicated game. I guess right,
1: and that's say. probably why Josh yeah. likes it. Well, and, it's... Why... <laughs> and this was a continuation, right? There was another Deus Ex.
0: There was another one.
1: Way back when.
0: There was right. the original.
1: Mid-2000s.
0: The original was, I think it was in 2000. I remember buying it but i never really played it it just
1: didn't well a lot of people seem to love it yeah, cuz they were all excited when this one came
0: out it's because when you do stuff the chain of consequences is game wide yeah so like you See, i don't know if i like that or not really. I, well, I know like other people that, might like that but it makes the experience unique when yeah. you play it, you know that's
1: then you're it. like i guess i got to play it again so i can do something different
0: well that's replay value for you yeah <laughs> Well,
1: like it does sort of, yeah, you know, sounds like one of the other games that I'm going to be mentioning, too. So. Like
0: me, I'm just going to play it and just go guns blazing on everybody. Right. But like Josh, he'll stealth his way around and play nonviolently. So, like, everybody can play the way they want to play.
1: Right. He'll try to uh, decapacitate somebody using a bologna sandwich or some bizarre thing. <laughs> or hugs. And then, Or hugs, yeah. <laughs> and then he'll, write a, then he'll write a blog entry about it and get it published. <laughs> We love you, Josh. Oh, oh, my desk is falling apart. <laughs> what? You're all sideways. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm doing a play-by-play here. It appears that Zachary is sitting at a 45-degree angle right now. Matter of fact, the only thing that's straight is his once distorted microphone stand. So I'm not sure what he's doing. Okay. I see. Anyway. He's reaching for this guy. There's a stack of he... that just fell over. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. <laughs> It sounds painful. You sound like you're grimacing in pain. I don't want anything
0: to fall over. I'm holding it up with my strength. <laughs> okay.
1: Anyway. It's all well. Do we need to hit the pause button?
0: No, no, no. We're good. We're good.
1: Okay. All right. Well, before you had your tragedy, we were just finishing talking about Deus Ex Human Revolution. Yeah.
0: Well, you know what? You should try playing it. Because I'm going to try playing it.
1: We'll see. I probably will. I probably will. Because
0: it's like the kind of game where everybody has a different experience based on their mm-hmm. personal preferences. and So it makes it interesting to talk about.
1: Yeah, so you say you'd go in just all out, just shoot them yeah. up, shoot them up, shoot them up. Murder and, all the people,
0: uh, that sort of thing. Yeah,
1: I don't know what I'd do, but I, I probably would not do a lot of sneaking up necessarily. <laughs> so
0: I would imagine the game gets harder if you go guns blazing, but mm-hmm. that's the kind of thing I would be up for. All right, well, I'm tossing it back to you. All right, what did I not play? Well, I have these four Wii U games that I did not play. Uh, But I guess. Are you trying to put four things into one? Well, it's because they're all from the Wii U, and I just want to say I didn't play any of them, even though they all came out this year or last year. I can't remember. (laughs) Uh, All right,
1: what are those four? We're going to just say Wii U. Wii U in general. Your game.
0: Because I didn't, I literally have a Wii U and I've never put them in the disc or they're in shrink wrap. You like this system. Yeah, but I just haven't touched these games. Okay. Explain. (laughs) Actually, I haven't touched my Wii U with those kinds of games at all. I don't know why, but like I have Captain Toad Treasure Tracker here, right? Supposed to be a great game. Supposed to be great. Haven't touched it. Uh, Splatoon, have it here. Supposed to be a great game. Have not played it. (laughs)
1: Award-winning.
0: <laughs> uh, Kirby and the Rainbow Curse have it. Uh, it's supposed to be a great game. Is that a remake? Uh, I think it's kind of a pseudo-sequel to that DS to game. To the one on the DS. I actually played some of the one on the DS. Yeah, except this one's four-player, so one person can use the stylus thing, mm-hmm. and then the others can help like the journey. With so them. they tell you. <laughs> It says four players, so I assume... So it says person. on the back
1: of the package, not from any personal experience? I have no personal...
0: Yeah, it says up to four friends can play together, so I assume that <laughs> that's what it well, is. Well, there's your problem right there.
1: And... Four friends. you got to find three other friends.
0: <laughs> and uh, NES Remix pack. Okay, I I bought that. I played a little of that. Okay, you played that? so I I'm, did. I'm guessing all these games are good. I just...
1: Have- yeah, I didn't I wasn't nuts about that last one, but you know, some people really liked it. So
0: Yeah, and the other things that came out for Wii U this year that anyone cares about are the Yoshi's Woolly World. Right. I'm interested in that. I almost bought
1: it today. But didn't. But I did not because there's too much gameplay that I'm trying to get through on other games, which I'll talk about in a second. Uh Xenoblade Chronicles
0: <laughs> X, which I did not play or buy. <laughs> That's the 3DS, or is that Wii U? Uh, The original Xenoblade Chronicles came out on 3DS this year. It was a Wii game, and the sequel to that game came out on Wii U this year. Right. Uh, I own a copy of the Wii game. Yeah, as do I. I haven't played through it, it though. (laughs) Hold on to it. It's valuable. Yeah. And um, what's the other game? Devil's Third, which is the Ninja Gaiden guy's latest game. It's also now the rarest Wii U game in existence. Keep your eyes open, people. If you can find a physical copy, go buy it, because you can sell it on eBay for a lot. Like a hundred bucks. Yeah, something like that.
1: Something like that, yeah.
0: And Star Fox didn't come out this year. Right, right. And they released the new Mario tennis, but everyone seems to not like it because it has like no features in it. I've never bought a Mario tennis. So there you go. <laughs> I'm sure it's great. So anyway, I jammed all those in, but suffice to say, my Wii U has kind of been... I've been I wouldn't
1: criticize you for jamming all that in, but I did that with Sniper Elite. So. <laughs> yeah.
0: But I have been playing Wii U games, just not Wii U games that came out this year or like in 2014. Except for Donkey Kong and Sonic. Right. Yeah, that's it. But I'm sure they're good, they're I just good. haven't played them. Yeah, don't don't throw them away or trade them. No, no, Keep them. I'm, I'm not going to. All right, you go next. Right. A game you actually played.
1: <laughs> okay, and this might be easy for people to guess because the next two of the games I actually played were released on the same day. So the first game I'm going to talk about is Fallout 4. Again, a big AAA title, much-anticipated game. It was also my first experience with any kind of Fallout game.
0: Yeah, when you told me you bought it, I was like, "Ted, have you played Fallout games before?" And you were like, "No, I bought it because there's a German Shepherd in
1: it." <laughs> and that is true. That is why I bought it. Although it's not why I didn't get the Phantom Pain game, which Metal Gear which has oh, a German Shepherd in it as well. Well, so. it has kind of a little dog. A, so, oh, but it's got to be pure. Yeah, no, but, no, but I
0: don't know. But the dog has an eye patch.
1: Well, there's points for that. <laughs> so I, uh, I'm a bit of a hypocrite because I bought one game because of A German Shepherd, and I didn't buy another game, and it had one. But I had to make a choice. So Fallout 4, I put, so far, I've put about maybe 28 hours in, which, again, for me to do that is pretty remarkable. Wow. Yes. Okay. And I definitely, if I could, would go back in time, I would completely... Play the game different than the way I played it for the first nine hours, so, including the way that I uh, put my points toward the different characteristics. I would have definitely put a lot more into charisma and also into um, perception. Perception is what really has an effect on that VAT system, which is the slow motion system. Yeah, yeah. I would have definitely tried to power up
0: as much as I could in that way, but I didn't. So what's compelling about it that made you play for 28 hours, which is a long time? Well, it is a huge game,
1: so there's an element of
0: exploration.
1: And again, for me, it's new. I haven't played Fallout 3. People have said, you know, it's really the same thing as Fallout 3 and Fallout New Vegas.
0: It might be. Well, it's like a polished version of Fallout 3, so you're lucky to not have have gone through the other Fallout games when they were buggy and kind of super janky. Well, this one's pretty buggy, too. So <laughs> Well, it's like less so, and the game's actually fun to play as a shooter. The other one's not not so much.
1: Yeah, this one is pretty fun to play with a shooter, especially when it goes into the slow motion thing, and you can, uh, as, you, as you level up, you get more and more powerful, and you're able to see weaknesses that you weren't able to before. Things like that. So at that part it has appealed to me, and I even, don't tell my wife this, but I left the German shepherd behind and I've used other companions. So No, why would you do that yes. to dog me? <laughs> well, and then I, I got rid of I didn't get rid of him, but you know, I told him to go back to Sanctuary. If those of you know what sanctuary is, it's a, a little town that I've been building in the game. And I went back there. I couldn't find that dog anywhere. I was like, Oh no, how am I gonna explain this to my wife? Cause she is, she's always asking, "Are you playing that game with the German Shepherd?" I'm like, "Yes, yes," but I'm using a giant mutant as my companion instead of a dog. But I did find the dog eventually in a doghouse of all places. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> I was looking all over the place. Good job. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm a great owner. Although the game makes it clear that I'm not Dog Meat's owner. That Dog Meat kind of owns himself yeah. and does his thing. So this is a game, I would say, you know, what is it retailed? 60 bucks. Yeah. I've put 20-something uh, hours into it. I certainly feel like I've gotten some value over it, into it rather, or out of it. That's the right thing, value out of it with a lot of time put into it. It's been something for me to talk about and think about, and I guess that's about it. That's why I'm liking it. I don't know if I'm going to finish it just because it's a big game. Huh. It's huge. Okay. A lot of walking around.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's the kind of game you kind of wander around for a couple hours and find new stuff to do and then, like, stop. Yeah, and I could
1: focus on the main story. There was a there's a part recently where I was exploring the memories of somebody that I had uh, killed. And I hope that's not a spoiler. I'm going to try to keep it as vague as that. But it was a very different type of gameplay where you're actually in someone's brain almost going from memory to memory. <laughs> huh. Yeah, that's different. It was cool. I mean, I really came out saying, well, that was creative. I've never done that before. It would be nice to be able to actually, if you could do that in real life, you know, be like, hey, Zachary, tell me about my cruise. He'd be like, no, man, just plug this chip into your brain. You can relive it. I'd be like, man, that sushi is delicious.
0: (laughs) Delicious.
1: Your table manners are
0: atrocious. Fallout 4. Fallout 4. Bought it and played it. Yeah, Josh is still playing playing it, it, so there you go.
1: Good. I'm going to keep playing it after I'm done with the other game that I'll talk about later. I think
0: everybody was playing Fallout 4 and probably still is.
1: (laughs) Yes, and I did show you that I actually, for some reason, bought this game twice. I bought the collector's edition that has the the built-in Pip-Boy, which my phone can't fit into. I'm a little bugged about that. Oh. Uh it had a poster and a physical copy of the game.
0: Yeah. I think it's designed more for an iPhone, I remember reading. Yeah, about
1: it. yeah. And the uh, S3, the Samsung S3 and S4 I think work in it.
0: But Whoa, I don't have do it. You do have a Pip-Boy now in Nuka-Cola. So that's all there that is. Yeah, wants. and I bought a Nuka-Cola recently,
1: so I've I've got a little bit of Fallout 4 memorabilia. Yeah,
0: despite having never to. played any Fallout games at all. I know, it's weird, isn't it? It just uh
1: I just think that Pitboy is cool. And if I really do wish that the phone part would fit in there because I probably would. I'm just nerdy enough to play it and actually look at my wrist and say, oh, you know, use my real Pitboy instead of hitting the pause or not the pause button, but the Pitboy button. Because huh. the app does work. I, I can use the app on my phone and I'll have it sitting on the side of the chair or on my leg and I'll have it on the map or, or something else.
0: Oh, that's neat.
1: Yeah, and you can change radio stations through it. Uh, you can change weapons and all that stuff.
0: I think MGS Five has a similar feature, but like mm-hmm. I don't have a phone that's compatible with it, so you know it's like whatever.
1: Right. <laughs> and plus, when it's quote unquote offline with the app, if I if I found a, ge- a game on the recreation terminals in the game, like there's a uh, basically a Missile Command knockoff, and so far and a Donkey Kong knockoff, but I can play those on my phone anywhere
0: oh wow okay man you know those kinds of games are so big i just like get intimidated and stop playing yeah well that should be me
1: but i'm gonna i really am gonna try and finish it because i i'm getting strong enough now where i can not blow through things but i'm getting closer to being
0: able to do that being able to kill things
1: all of it. Yes, you know, come across some raiders. Well, raiders used to kick my butt when I was level 2. I'm level 18 now. I can <laughs> I can take times. care of business. <laughs> but they could still kill you. Don't get me wrong. What kind
0: of gun do you use?
1: I have been using um mainly a rifle with a scope like a sniper would, and <laughs> I also <laughs> Recently found a a gun. I think it's called something like "Righteous Anger" or "Righteous Authority" or something like that. And it shoots like a a laser bolt, but it's pretty powerful and it's good on killing the synthetic creatures that are there. That are, uh, I guess they wish they were human or something. They're very robot like, but sort of human like too.
0: So, so you're so. playing basically Fallout Four Sniper Edition. <laughs> I wish I could, but I yeah I um a post-apocalyptic spinoff. I did kill somebody
1: to... that had an excellent sniper rifle, so I do that. But I I tend to overuse it, and then I don't have enough ammo, so you I have I to switch. switch to something else. Yeah. It forces me to switch to something else.
0: I ask because I know you can modify weapons pretty like extensively.
1: Yes, yes, I've done some of that. I mean, I don't love that part. I almost wish it was more directed to me. I know other people love the freedom. It's like an but, MMO
0: crafting system. It just takes forever to get stuff and make it, which is just like not what I want to do in a video game. <laughs> it. I know some people probably really do, so I'm not going to
1: criticize it. Yeah, but it I just, again, I just prefer one choice of a muzzle or one choice of a capacity, and that's it. And instead, this thing has five choices to increase the capacity of your weapon or five choices of different type of barrel length of your gun. Yeah,
0: you or- know what? As, as long as I can point it at something and think the things die when I pull the trigger, I, I think that's enough.
1: <laughs> that's why I'm playing. Yeah, I'm not playing it for the building. But some people... <coughs> excuse me. Some people do play for the
0: yeah, building. Yeah, in, the, in and- the town building thing, which I heard was pretty good. Yeah. I've done a little bit of that just
1: to... I enjoy it. It's a little Minecraft-like, and I understand it was actually came out of a movement of, of a mod. Somebody made it as a mod, and it was so popular that it actually made it into a real Fallout game.
0: Yeah, I think you can abuse it too. Like people don't actually need to walk around in those buildings, so if you build all the beds like as close together as possible, you can get like the maximum amount of people in the in the town and increase your resources. So probably so. Yeah. <laughs> i
1: did i've d- I definitely made some choices in this game, one led to the death of somebody and i I felt a little bad about it, but I also justified it because I'm trying to find my son right so, <laughs> so yeah so, yeah sorry to you're justified. dead I'm gonna try and find my son <laughs> so so don't mess with my son people in the real world. I'll hunt you down <laughs> all, all right, right. you go uh, a game that you bought and you played in twenty fifteen In 2015. Okay,
0: I bought and played Killer is Dead this year. Tell me about Killer is Dead. Uh, Killer is Dead is a Suda51 game, which means by default it is really weird. (laughs) It's it's
1: loaded with personality.
0: It is loaded with personality in a neat art style in a strange, vague story, which you may or may not like. It's loaded with lots of strange symbolism. (laughs) So Pseudo 51 is the same guy that made
1: uh, Killer 7. Yeah. And No More Heroes 1 and 2 on the Wii.
0: It's kind of like a combination of those two games. Uh Uh-huh. Although the combat is a lot more solid. It's kind of like your standard 3D action brawler, except... There's also a third-person shooting mode, which you can go into at any time, which you'll need to uh-huh. kill ranged enemies. But, uh, yeah, it, it's just a super solid game all around for that purpose. Is it related to Killer7, since it has killer in the name? Uh, no. Killer7
1: is a lot more wacky. <laughs> That's, yeah, that one has to do with like different personalities and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, I think the Killer7 are like seven personalities inside some guy's head. Right, and they all have sadistic personalities, or you
1: know, yeah, and it, you can choose which one you're going to be for it, a certain yeah killer
0: Seven is like kind of a linear game, which kind of yes. is on rail shooter, but this this is like Bayonetta esque. It has like all the uh-huh. dodge movements and parries okay. uh, and that sort of thing. Although it's actually really simple, so there's only like a couple attack buttons, and you kind of get used to it real quick.
1: It's got uh, great looking cel shaded graphics.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It also is pretty gory or it violent. It is
0: very violent, very yeah. Violent. So.
1: Cartoon violence, I guess, in our ESRB.
0: <laughs> I don't think so. It's
1: an M-rated game, I can tell you that.
0: It's a little more racy than that. And then there's the gigolo missions where you seduce the women, which uh, are hilarious. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. Because <laughs> they like, say things like, you're the best, and you, you like... The way that you uh, you date them is like you look at – the you, you dip your eyes down, and if they look at you, you have to look away. And it fills up your quote-unquote guts meter.
1: <laughs> this is so realistic. That's the way that I met my wife.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and then they give you presents. If you give them lots of presents, they give you presents, and then you get like special abilities for it. It is literally the dumbest thing i played in a video game. <laughs> It takes Gosh. zero effort I don't know if the Japanese understand
1: Relationships very well. <laughs> no, well
0: I think this game is supposed to Exemplify the life of a Dark James Bond character So uh-huh. it fits
1: Oh yeah that does yeah. fit then You're So right. like
0: you kill a bunch of like evil monsters And you don't think about it And they give you tons of money And then you spend the money only on gifts for girls <laughs> It's a weird game so how would you say it's a hard game? Uh you can put it on easy mode. I played it on normal. I would say it becomes easier as you progress. The game systems start making more sense. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely not in kind of like the crazy action realms where I'm usually at. It's it's pretty simple by comparison. So Yeah. But I got it for like three ninety nine on Steam. Well, so, then
1: you're definitely getting some value out of that. Yeah.
0: And I, I also bought it for PS3 at some point. I, I didn't realize it yeah. until after I bought it. And so I just said yeah. the heck so with it,
1: it. It was out pretty much on every major system then with PC, PS3, yeah. Xbox 360, I believe.
0: The PC so. does have some weird technical glitches and stuff. So if I was to recommend it, I'd just say play it on a console because you don't have to deal with it.
1: I kind of like the way that you described it as a dark James
0: Bond. That helps put it in perspective for me. Yeah, I mean the guy's a bionic <laughs> arm too, but it 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 has an interesting plot. It but you have to piece it together. Right. It it has something to say. You just have to think about it a little bit. I think a lot of the reviewers were really negative about the the whole woman thing, which is like a really small part of the entire game and you you literally never have to do it. You don't have to? No. Uh, you you can do it once to get all the I would have to just to see what... Oh, yeah, just to what see, what it see it did. once because it's so silly. And then after he, like, he, he quote-unquote scores, he, like, yells like a primal scream. Yes! It's like, <laughs> it is Again, very...
1: Again, just it's, like real life, I yeah. just
0: want you to let you know that
1: uh, when you go to marital counseling one day or premarital counseling... I think you'll hear that from your pastor or counselor.
0: Yeah, oh, so. I'm sure I will. <laughs> on your honeymoon, Just like real
1: yell fun. out, "Yes!" Oh goodness,
0: <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Well, I I would say it's worth a play. I I know a mm-hmm. lot of people didn't like the whole woman thing, but I mean it's it's pretty solid for a suited fifty-one game. Usually his games are either really interesting or really bad. So this is an right. interesting one.
1: Yeah, and you just have to say it's a Suda51 game and understand yeah. it in that context.
0: Yeah, pretty much. So yeah, that's, yeah. Killer, that's killer is Dead. Yeah. I was about to say Killer 7. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I played a little bit of that way back when. Yeah.
0: Well, Killer All is right. Dead is also really that's short, so it's like six hours. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty fast. All right, you ready for my next
1: game? That I This is one that I bought, but I did not. Play. okay go ahead it came out at a really low price through the xbox live thing so i bought a game called eternal sonata oh. which i've heard about for a couple years and it has something to do with chopin has something to do with music and i think it's an rpg
0: yeah you're in chopin's dream world on his deathbed See that sounds appealing to me. That sounds cool. Yeah, and they do play a lot of Chopin pieces, and there's lots of little trivia interspersed with a um, a JRPG. So why haven't I
1: even played it? I mean, I downloaded it. All I got to do is push a button, and I can play this game. But there it sits.
0: Well, it came out in 2007, so it is a uh, it's an old game. <laughs> But you're not opposed right. to old games. This is a 2015 show, doggone it. it's a 2015 game. This is a 2007 game. Be quiet. Game. <laughs> Be quiet. Uh, it's it's a it's just that it probably is like 20 hour RPG. It's probably why you haven't started it yet. That's perfect.
1: Maybe if it was a 10 hour RPG, I'd do it.
0: And you're in the midst of Fallout 4 right now too. So that's the thing. You know, there's only so many hours in a day. Yeah, I think that's what's happened to me. Like, I wanted to play a bunch of JRPGs, and and I'm like. Ugh, what a commitment! <laughs> for me, the ideal
1: game length is about sixteen hours. Why 16? To get through it, I just it just feels like that's something I can do. Yeah, I could probably do that. Yeah, Most games yeah, are you like know,
0: ten isn't ten usually the baseline for big AAA games?
1: Probably so. Well,
0: and then you know, you do like
1: some two. extra stuff, you know, here and there, but but no more than sixteen hours. How about that? But not you know, but. Not less than 10, you know.
0: Huh. Yeah. Okay. I agree I with
1: can that. Do, I can want that. So anyway, one day I'll play Eternal Sonata because I love music. You know, I play piano, and I can even play a little Chopin. I'll do that sometime yeah. for you. You'll,
0: you'll enjoy uh, it. Enjoy. It's good. It's good. Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, hopefully it has something to do with timing or rhythm of music. That would be cool if it did.
0: The battle system does involve rhythm to, uh-huh. for combos and attacks and stuff.
1: I think that'd be kind of fun.
0: Yeah. You'll like, it. you'll like it.
1: I'll give it a chance after me and dog meat take care of the wasteland.
0: Yeah. And for anyone listening, it's really cheap. So if you own a PS3 or an Xbox 360, it's, it's worth a shot. Yeah.
1: yeah you can buy used probably for about the same price I paid for it. I'm yeah. sure I paid about five bucks. I think online,
0: I think GameStops across the country have them too. just, Sitting there, waiting for eager players. Just waiting, because it's not an every
1: man's game. I mean, that's obviously no. not a AAA title that's going to appeal to. There's also a brightly colored,
0: cute characters on the front with an anime thing, big eyes. <laughs> so you know, it's it's just most people are going <laughs> to go, They'll
1: walk right past that. Yeah, but I didn't see that. I just saw the name of it, and I was like, oh yeah, yeah. Sonata. Yeah, that's got to do with music. And it says, I read the description. I was like, that's what I was going to buy. So I'm kind of glad I didn't see the picture because maybe. Because <laughs> you know I'm a very macho. Yeah, you're I'm very manly macho, person. Yeah, yeah you so like. I would have walked away. All the time. Heck yeah! Look at that!
0: Look at that gun. <laughs> He's flexing me right now. I, I right there. Have, I can't st- <laughs> help but stare. Right I should register this weapon. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> as as for your 16 hour thing, I beat Hime sama on one credit. In 16 hours. Fantastic. So there you go. Unbelievable. 16 hours is the right length.
1: So I guess you were able to save or pause or something, or did you just not do anything for 16 hours?
0: No, I practiced, basically, and then finally Uh did it in one straight run. One straight go. With no continues. You are a better man than I. I believe there is a video on the Theology Gaming YouTube channel, so... If you're curious to actually see me do it in action... sixteen hours long? No, no, it's just oh, no. the thirty-minute replay of actually completing I, the game. I did watch. I think I watched
1: that. Yeah, I watched it uh, at work. I think you really, you uploaded it during the day or something. I was like, I got to look at that.
0: Yeah, because I, I you, did you
1: had talked about it on other podcasts, and, and I wanted to see. I also, also see the, made uh,
0: terrible mistakes in it, which is oh yes,
1: <laughs> I didn't have the sound up. I just had it playing, so it looked like pretty much a, I don't know a. a an uh, epileptic fit inducing (laughs) (laughs)
0: screen. (laughs) It makes sense if you played a lot. (laughs) Alright, what is it, me next? Game I didn't play? You're next.
1: Yeah, game you bought but did not play in Uh, 2015.
0: I bought Dark Souls 2 Scholar of the First Sin, which did come out this year. I played through the original Dark Souls 2. I liked it. I didn't love it. I think the original Dark Souls is the best Souls game.
1: Best one you like? Yeah.
0: Well, it's either Demon Souls or Dark Souls. Right. I mean, it's up to personal preference to a point. I just happen to like Dark Souls more. Dark Souls 2 is like, eh. So when they said there was an enhanced updated version, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. I'm going to play this. So I bought it, and then I didn't do anything. So there it sat. Uh, I think I, I played, think about played about ten minutes, maybe, maybe. just installing, it, installing and, it and looked at right. it, and and it. I was like, "Wow, there's you a lot, lot more, enemies. more enemies." And then I said to myself, "Wow, I really that's don't want to play this awesome. anymore." <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so is it all of dark? Souls Two plus more,
1: basically, it or is, is it
0: totally different? Okay, so Dark Souls Two had like three DLC things that came out later. I didn't play any uh-huh. of those, so I said to myself, "I figured I'd just buy this enhanced version of the original game. That way, I get all the Dark Souls DLC." All, okay, so
1: that's what it is. Plus
0: some other extra stuff, I guess they like. You need
1: you need more torture and suffering.
0: Yeah, but... Although you're good at it, so it's really not that hard for you. (laughs) But it, the way that they've designed this new part felt really tedious to me. It was just like endless groups of enemies, more than there should be. And like Mm -hmm. Dark Souls is not really a game of multi-enemy combat or the lock-on system. Right. It's more one-on-one. And what they did in this version is they just add more enemies, which is... It's not fun.
1: Right, it's just, that's not a, that's not enhancing a game when no. you're just throwing more enemies at you out yeah, an already difficult game.
0: And I read the reviews and they were like it's remixed to much better, and I'm like, who are these people? <laughs> remixed? It's got dubstep now. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa,
1: whoa, whoa, whoa! Dark whoa, Souls. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, and then
0: like enemies pop out of nowhere. It's like the kind of ambush stuff you would hope that isn't in a game like Dark Souls, but it is in this one. So. So. You may never
1: play that one.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I think I'll just you're, wait for Dark Souls 3 or something.
1: Your enthusiasm is waning, yeah. that's for sure. Yeah. Did you spend a lot on that? Uh, like
0: $15, so I don't feel bad Not about it. Not too bad, yeah. It was 50 They were selling it at, like, full price, even if for people though. who already owned it. So Now, have you bought Bloodborne, or have you played Bloodborne? Bloodborne? Whenever I buy a PlayStation 4, I will own Bloodborne, but mm-hmm. as of this point, there's like not enough incentive to own a PS4. Until Nier's sequel comes out, which, and I will happily buy a PS4 at that point. Yeah, I
1: haven't decided what that point is for me yet with PS4, but I will let you know.
0: Yeah, probably when Final Fantasy VII, the remake, comes out. For me, it might be The Last
1: Guardian, or I could be tempted with Uncharted 4, possibly. So that comes out we'll, we'll next see. April, I think. It's supposed to, and I I bought the PS3 late, so
0: as I bought mine in 2008. So mm-hmm.
1: I tend to buy whatever the Microsoft system is first, uh, and then I buy the uh, Sony one later. That's oh. just how how I've seen to have done it through the years, other than PlayStation Two, because. I didn't even have the original Xbox at the time.
0: Well, I got a Wii U first. That was weird. I don't know why I got a Wii U first, but I haven't. Uh, Oh, I did. I haven't (laughs) played that in a year, so I think it's Steam's fault that I haven't gotten a new one yet. That'll happen.
1: But I am interested in some of those uh, Wii U games, but I don't want to go back on that. All right, you're already there. So,
0: uh, Dark Souls. Okay, one last game you did
1: play. All right. This is the the last one, and it is the one I'm currently playing, and that is Rise of the Tomb Raider. And that was one that I wanted to get, but I was so knee-deep in Fallout 4, because they did come out the same day, that I just kind of felt bad. I finally reached a point, though, where I was getting a little stuck on Fallout 4, and I thought, you know, it would be nice to break away, and I happened to find a deal on Amazon... To download it for 40 bucks off that, of Xbox Live. And that's an Xbox One exclusive for like six months. Right now, yeah, for a year. For a year. For a
0: year, oh goodness.
1: Yeah, so it's a long time. So it's a good reason to you know, be an X. Ex- I figure if you've got a system, you might as well play the ones that are exclusive at that time as so, much as possible. So you
0: did play it or didn't play
1: it? I have, yes, yes. I've put in about 10 hours on okay. this game. And I am thoroughly enjoying it. So,
0: Better or worse than the first? Or just kind of the hmm. same?
1: I am enjoying it just as much. I did enjoy the first one. So this one does have maybe a little better story or more. There's definitely a good story in it. Uh, good characters. It builds. The character of Lara Croft is definitely building upon what happened to her in the first game. Okay. It refers to it from time to time. And... I did enjoy that first game a lot as far as the mechanics, especially the bow and arrow mechanics. And I am probably about, I'm guessing about 70% of the way through the game right now. And when I, when I finish it and beat it, then I'm going to go back to fallout four.
0: So is it like super linear
1: or is it kind of open worldly?
0: Um,
1: there's definitely the open world element in terms of several side missions that you can do to help people that are kind of in this, um, like the rebels a little bit, you know. Um, You can certainly hunt. I like hunting a lot. And there's also just finding all the little things here, there, and everywhere. But what I'm doing right now is I've decided just to kind of not blaze through the game, but focus on going through the game. Because then when you have everything, it's a lot easier to go back and find all those small things that are distributed throughout the map but the environments I think are really gorgeous I'm starting to feel like they're getting a good handle on the next generation of of systems and what they can do and what they can't do and I have no idea about frame rates and it seems to not have any struggles with that and i I'm not a guy that things have to be 1080p all the time because yes. I actually I play it on a 720p. TV anyway, so... How could you do that, Ted? (laughs) I know. The reason reason I do that is because TVs cost money.
0: Yeah, and you know what? Most most of the games are not really true 1080p. Most of them are upscaled. Like, the Halo games have never actually been in 1080p. They've just been, like, 640p upscaled.
1: Yeah, both... I don't know if it's 640p, by the way, but... um, That was, like,
0: the Xbox 360 ones.
1: Oh, yeah, yes, yes. Uh, And... I know that both systems, PS4 and Xbox One, they definitely, people go back and forth as far as whose graphics are better, and I think they both look pretty do- doggone good. I know I'm happy with my purchase.
0: It's really hard so, to tell the difference, tell to be quite honest.
1: Yeah. <laughs> they put it side by side. There's I, there's one channel on YouTube where somebody basically, they put on a thing where they had people on staff there look to try to guess which game was on which system they had them all using a uh, playstation 3 or playstation 4 controller somehow or another so um people got them all wrong people would say no this one's the pc no this is definitely the ps4 and it was amazing they were all embarrassed about how how wrong they were and how much they couldn't tell so they all look really good nowadays I so mean nobody there's, can there's really exceptions the and then he put out a thing where he he did three scenes and then you you could pick and vote on which ones you think the three are. And uh, I don't know what the end results of that were, but I'm, I would imagine a fair percentage got it wrong. Of course, looking at it as a YouTube video isn't the same as looking at the actual systems live. So, but I think it's a good game and I do appreciate the fact that it, it does, it is relatively linear. I like that sometimes. And, I'm looking forward to beating it and then completing it, finding as many things as I can find before I go back to that massive Fallout <laughs> universe. Yeah. Hmm. Then I'll pick up something else and play it. Maybe Eternal Sonata. Yeah.
0: Oh, well, I guess it All would be right. worth the year? wait
1: another year. <laughs> I think it'll be worth the wait. Yeah, unless you, you know, someone gives you a system or or whatever. Yeah, or whatever I end up buying. But the game itself is not doing that well in terms of sales. And I think part of that is the Fallout 4 release. Yeah, it's the in a same weird day.
0: spot. All right,
1: so... You mean in terms of release
0: date, is that what you meant? It's in a weird spot? Yeah, and also this year has had a kind of a lot of Star Wars fever. Uh-huh, definitely. Yeah, so, yeah, it's been strange.
1: All right, so I think now we're on your last game that you... Right. Bought
0: and did play. So I can talk about one of two platformers. What? Here you go again. Okay, I'm not going to talk about Zachary. both. Zachary. Just choose one. Do you want the one that's more like Sonic, or do you want the one that involves giant robots? Ugh. Oh, the one that's more like Sonic. Okay, there you go. Uh, so this isn't a Sonic game. It's called Freedom Planet. Mm-hmm. And Freedom Planet is started as a Sonic fan game. But it eventually evolved into its own fully fledged title, which plays a little bit like a mix of old 2D Sonic the Hedgehogs, um, Gunstar Heroes, and some other vague platformers. I can't remember off the top of my head. But uh, Gunstar Heroes, so shooting? There's not really shooting. It's kind of like a game by Treasure, which mm-hmm. has like melee combat in a 2D space. At the same time that you're going really fast like a Sonic character. So, like, one of the big problems with 2D Sonic games is that in the later levels, they become glorified obstacle courses, and you can't actually Mm -hmm. go fast, right? Right. Like, Sonic games kind of sell the the promise of Sonic's speediness short. It goes back to the blast processing way
1: back when. You know, it's all super fast. uh, And it is a fast game.
0: But, like... Like, then the levels aren't designed the way that they should be if you wanted to go fast all the time. Like Labyrinth mm-hmm. Zone, if you remember mm-hmm. that one. there There is no going fast in Labyrinth Zone.
1: It's very uh, meticulous and
0: yeah. you have to time your, your stuff. Which is fine, but the concept is like Sonic is really fast. Mm-hmm. Freedom Planet says, you know, to heck with this, and we're going to go fast and kill things at the same time. <laughs> This is
1: Freedom Planet. It's on the Wii U? Is that what you're playing it on?
0: Uh, I played it on Steam, but it is also mm-hmm. on Wii U, and the both games, I think, are identical. Yeah, yeah but it's probably the best probably Sonic game I've ever played.
1: For not being a Sonic game. For does not. it look
0: like a Sonic game? It does, does it work, look like look? a Sonic game. There's okay. furry animals that run very fast and are going against an evil threat, who in this case is like alien forces, but just you're just like a swap of Robotnik or Eggman or whatever they call them these days. <laughs> so yeah, it's a it's pretty fantastic for most of the game, but it go it drags on a little too long at a point. Mm-hmm. But it it keeps momentum and I think that's basically the important part. Is that the game that's- has a lot of momentum and there's no one-hit kills with rings and that sort of thing. It's just like a super solid platformer like as if it came out in the 1990s and we just found it mm-hmm. now. So does it use an energy bar or something like that? Uh, one of the characters uses an energy bar for boosting, and then mm-hmm. another one uses a motorcycle. I, I have no uh-huh. idea why. but.
1: <laughs> so if it's not rings, you know, and you lose your rings, is it? how, how do you lose a life? Uh, you have a life bar
0: uh-huh. with, like, uh, little reddish gold leaves. Uh-huh. And hits, like, take out chunks of the bar. I mean, towards the end, the bosses get a little cheap because, like, they hit you once and half your life's gone. But, oh. I mean, like... This happens in every Sonic game. The last levels are just horrific obstacle courses. And it happens here, too, but it's this game is substantially longer than most Sonic games, so I didn't mind it as much. Is this on your YouTube channel? Have you done any gameplay for this? I have not, but I probably should. I think I would watch it. All right, I will actually.
1: It looks good. You know, I, you know, I may be one of t- only 900,000 people that, that watch your channel, but... <laughs> I do, I do. I should. I should leave you more feedback than I do. Watched it. You should. <laughs> How do you play and talk at the same time? Well, I'm trying. All to I can do is lick my lips. So.
0: <laughs> I'm trying to play Sonic Lost World, which I don't particularly love because it makes me grind out stupid animals to get to the next stage. So, <laughs> so Freedom dumb. Planet is not mm-hmm. at all like that. So. Well, that's go.
1: good. I'm glad I asked about that because I thought that's the one you were going to talk about. So
0: I'm glad yeah, it's good. It's it's kind of challenging at the end, but it is it's a good right. game. All right, how are we doing on time here? We just have one left on our our list. Yeah, we have we're cre- we're cresting five minutes over an hour.
1: Cresting. Okay, so I'll I'll move quickly on this one. I won't be able to talk much about it. I totally bought this on a whim as a download on sale. It's called Far Cry. Blood Dragon. I bought it. I have not touched it or played it. But it, it appealed to me because it sort of has this 80s
0: vibe going on. Yeah, it's a bit too cynical for my taste, but it's a uh-huh. nice open-world first-person shooter. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like Assassin's Creed, but more streamlined. If that I think sense.
1: when I do play it, I might spend a couple hours in it and be satisfied.
0: Yeah, that's basically all you have to do. I think I finished it in 10 hours. It was mm-hmm. pretty fast.
1: Well, I've not really played any Far Cry games, but... I have yeah. not either. So this You don't have to know anything about it, I think, to no. play this one.
0: <laughs> no, it's just a big 1980s parody. So I wonder if it's like that. Uh, have you watched that
1: Kung Fury movie? I mean, it's like a 30-minute movie. I did I watch
0: that. I found it hilarious.
1: I thought it was hilarious, too. So I wonder if Far Cry Blood Dragon feels a little bit like that. It
0: feels like that, but I think that one is a little more... Cynical, if that makes Uh sense. Although there's one sequence at the end that is totally worth it. It's so So, insane and you'll love it.
1: (laughs) I I didn't think of cynical as being a word to describe it. So can you explain that a little further? Or is that just a a vibe or a feeling that you got from it?
0: I think Josh liked it a lot and kind of appreciated the jokes. But I felt like Mm -hmm. it was more of a cynical kind of... I I call it cynical because I didn't feel like it it was genuinely celebratory of the 1980s it was more like kind of just taking stuff and saying ha ha look how dumb this was you know sort of thing
1: i'm not i can understand it's not like uh say a love letter to the 80s it's more like you know the 80s was kind of stupid
0: yeah i think that's more of kind of how i felt about it but josh thought it was great so you can
1: say that about any decade as far as i'm concerned you know ones that people (laughs) hold near and dear yeah two each is on on that one yeah Give me my parachute pants and my thin ties, I love the eighties. <laughs> I used to have parachute pants. just want to let you know in, this in high school and disturbs me. <laughs> man, I was awesome in that and and those, and I was ready for any kind of air flight scenario because I had parachute <laughs> pants on.
0: <laughs> you were definitely ready for the future
1: all right, in the interest of time, what is the last game that you had on your list that you bought but did not play?
0: Oh goodness I I can't think of one now I thought you had it down I thought you typed it (laughs) yeah but I I reconsidered (laughs) oh no (laughs) you
1: have failed me I'm scrolling
0: through this list I don't know which you have
1: failed me Uh,
0: I remember buying like Guilty Gear XR like last year and this year and I've only played an hour of each that kind of counts
1: Guilty Gear is a fighting game right?
0: yeah the newest Guilty
1: Gear yeah
0: Okay, I bought a shooter. It was called Supercharged Robot Volkaiser. That was the one you were, you mentioned. Okay, yeah, go ahead. It's kind of a side-scrolling shooter, and it's kind of like Transformers, Voltron sort of thing. Mm-hmm. It looked really interesting, and I got it in a bundle, and then I never played it. So
1: so maybe the fact that it was a bundle, though, made yeah. it easier to dismiss.
0: Yeah, I think I bought the Ace Combat, the newest one, too. Mm-hmm. The one that's kind of like Call of Duty-esque. The only Ace Combat it? I
1: ever played was the original Ace Combat on the PlayStation One.
0: Yeah, this one's like a Call of Duty clone. What it's Ace like Combat?
1: A, yeah, it's like a dark and gritty. Uh, Ace oh, combat. I see. But it's still aerial warfare, right? Except
0: it's like big on dogfighting. So like, you get yeah. in close and you zoom in and then you like yeah. chase the guy, and that's very arcade like. Arcade-like. Yeah, yeah, a little less arcade like than the original games, but
1: mm-hmm.
0: I like Ace Combat so. All right. Well, I guess well, we should probably wrap it up. All right. Well,
1: thank you for sharing your 2015 game list with me, as I shared mine with you.
0: <laughs> yeah, even though I didn't actually have three games that I didn't play. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but that's okay because you had like six Wii U games when you mentioned it the first time. So yeah.
0: So that makes up for it. Yeah, that makes up for it.
1: <laughs> Goofball. <laughs> You're right. slick and sly. Well, All right,
0: Ted. Where can we find you?
1: Uh, com, or just come to my house sometime here in McCaddenville. So, uh, yeah, sometime do a, a, a Google search on Christmastown, USA, and <laughs> that's what my town is called. And literally, this is the time of year I have wall-to-wall traffic driving through my town, and it is kind of a cool place to live. It's kind of magical. Oh, wow. It, it was recently voted as the number two neighborhood to go drive through for lights in the country. Oh. The first the first one is in like in Brooklyn somewhere. Or oh, like
0: you are on the Google.
1: Yeah, we're on the Google. <laughs> and uh, I have a train that I set up this year in my yard, in my garden. It's this huge train that I've got going through there. And people come by and stand in my yard, sometimes up to 15 and 20 of them at a time, taking pictures and having a good time this is strange so come to McCaddenville yeah we'll come to wherever you live all you gotta (laughs) do is you do have to wait in line for a long time to get into the through the traffic no 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 definitely makes sense for for many people it's a tradition but if you know me people I'll get you in Yeah, I I know the back way Ted's here Ted's here I'm on your side people (laughs) so, <laughs> How about you? Where can I find you? Oh, yeah,
0: TheologyGaming.com. TheologyGaming.com and the Facebook group, Theology Gaming University. If you'd like to join, join us up. All right. Hey, rate and
1: give us good ratings Subscribe. on this podcast. Give us a five-star
0: review, even if you hate it. And, um, yeah. Share it with yeah. all your friends.
1: Because even five stars, if you hate it, it still means good things to people <laughs> like you and me. It's Christmas time. Come on. Yeah. Help it's us out. Time. Spirit right. of
0: Christmas. Well, this has been the Theology Game Podcast. See you guys later. Bye. Bye.